0: Welcome back to The Ron Show for Wednesday, November 30th, 2022. I'm your host, Ron Roberts, and we appreciate you listening on the America One Radio app and on americawineradio.com. Archived audio, past shows, interviews, and more you can find at ronshowatl.com. My email address is ron at ronshowatl.com. More election news. There is going to be another special election. I don't know if you knew about this, but if you don't live in, is it Gilmer and Fannin and Dawson County, some sections of that. You may not know that your House representative, the Georgia House representative, of course, passed away. Well, you would know that if you live there. (laughs) Anyway, uh, David Ralston, of course, uh, had a long and distinguished career in the Georgia House. His wife has decided that she's going to run for that seat, that special election taking place in early January. Cherie Ralston announcing that she will run to uh, finish his term. And that election, again, will take place January 2nd, 2023. Another eye-popping headline from today. uh, The Federal Bureau of Investigation has been brought in to investigate school shooting hoaxes. There were uh, active shooter reportings uh, in at least three cities in South and Southeast Georgia uh, earlier this morning, uh, prompting Brian Kemp to release a statement Uh, The statement read, in part, the security of schools across multiple coastal counties was unexpectedly put to the test this morning due to a cruel hoax. Law enforcement across all levels immediately sprang into action. They did not hesitate to rush toward potential danger to protect our children. Within five minutes of the first emergency call at the first school, state troopers were in the building, combing for any threats. I want to thank every law enforcement entity involved in today's emergency responses. Uh, He goes on and rests assured for the criminals who orchestrated these hoaxes. We will go after them with every single resource available. The FBI is actively investigating these acts of domestic terrorism, and we will continue to diligently work with them to see these culprits are protected to the fullest extent of the law. Grateful that these were just hoaxes and not actual active shooter scenarios in these three uh, coastal Georgia schools. However, it just bears mentioning that a lot of these problems we have and a lot of these fears that we live in and live with now are just due to inaction on policy at the state and federal level or egregious overaction and radical action by the right wing when it comes to things like, I don't know, gun policy. I mean, You can pretty much carry a gun anywhere in this state if you are a legal owner and allowed to carry or allowed to possess. You can carry it anywhere, just about anywhere. You can freak people out with your AR-15 walking up and down the streets in just about any corner of this state because you are legally protected. And we all just have to work around that. We are in a mental health crisis. We we lost a 12-year-old boy in Atlantic Station in the shooting over the weekend because he had been coerced by older teenage boys to commit crimes. And then a skirmish broke out, a shooting broke out, and now he is dead. His mother, exasperated had been reaching out for months looking for help from law enforcement, knowing that he needed mental health as uh, mental health care as well. We have to work around the fact that health care is not a human right in this country, so we just have to work around that. We're suffering in, through a severe housing crisis in and around the city of Atlanta. The minimum wage is still $7.25 an hour. I believe that was passed in, what, 2009? It's been 13 years. We have to work around that. The city of Atlanta passed a minimum wage increase for its employees to $15 an hour, but those are the only employees that they can actually see to it get at least a minimum wage of $15 an hour because they're the employer. Politically speaking, they would love to pass a minimum wage hike in the city of Atlanta But we all know how the governor likes to come in and claim superiority. States' rights don't work when you're the city. (laughs) You You can't act like the state screaming to the federal government about overreach when you're the city screaming to the state about overreach. So you just have to work. We have to work around that. And affordable housing, of course, is one of those NIMBY things. Not in my backyard. Don't want that. We talked earlier this week how Neil Bortz bemoaned how Atlantic Station was doomed from the start because they were mandated to have affordable housing included in the planning stages of Atlantic Station. Because, of course, affordable housing, to that suburban mind, is equated to, well, that's just going to be criminals living in there. You have to make five times the minimum wage in Atlanta To rent a one bedroom apartment in Atlanta, five times the minimum wage. But Atlanta can't address the minimum wage. So we have to work around that. We have to work around that. We have to work around our health care crisis, our mental health care crisis. We have to work around our gun problems. We have to work around all of these things because we only have two major political parties in this country, and one hasn't a shred of bipartisan compromise, meet-you-in-the-middle DNA in their blood. So we just have to work around them. We all have to suffer as a consequence. Zion Charles is the 12-year-old who was killed while being involved in some sort of teen gang activity in Atlantic Station that led to a mass shooting. Two casualties, actually, from what we understand. Another... Teenager has passed away under the age of 16. Didn't even have their driver's license. But guns are present? So we're going to talk with Atlanta City Council Member at Large, Keisha Waits. She's suggesting a curfew, which, okay, it's an idea, but it doesn't take care of all of the issues, the financial inequities, the affordable housing, poverty, the relative ease to even have a weapon at age 12, because it's so hard to backtrace as to whose gun that was to begin with and hold them accountable, or who got it from them illegally and hold them accountable. Second Amendment advocates, folks on the right, oh, no, 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 privacy concerns. So we have to work around that. We have to work around all of these things instead of solving problems directly. It's very frustrating. You can hear the frustration in political leaders' voices. One of those voices Keisha Waits, Atlanta City Council Member at Large, is with us next to talk about her idea of a curfew and how else to address issues with juvenile criminal behavior in the city of Atlanta. We have that for you here on the second half of the show, The Ron Show, on the America One Radio app and on AmericaOneRadio.com. Email me if you'd like, Ron at ronshowatl.com.